the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you and welcome to The Word, our Church of the Week program here on AM630. The Word, where every week we like to remind you, well, there's a verse in the New Testament in 1 Timothy 5.17, and it says this, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And that's one of the reasons why we do this here, and we think it's important for you to know that we appreciate, well, one, you listening to KSLR, AM630, The Word, uh, but we also think it's more important for you to be plugged in to the local church. Now, I'm about to introduce you to, to a great one right here in San Antonio. In fact, uh, it's inside the loop. It's where we, we get to talk about a church inside the loop before 10. Today with me is the pastor from San Pedro Church of Christ, just by coincidence, right there at the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. Uh, it's Pastor Charles Johansson. Pastor, welcome back to KSLR. Oh, it's great to be here. I want to thank you so much, Baron, for uh, asking me to be here. Uh, it's a privilege. It's an honor, you know, to be able to talk about the church, talk about the Lord, talk about the activities and things, this, you know, as far as whatever uh, honors and glorifies God. Well, we're going to do all of the above here in the next uh, 25 minutes. And I want to honor you and thank you. The honor is all ours. Thank you for serving like you have for 25 years of the church. Uh, 30. At 30. San, yeah, 30 years at San Pedro. Yeah. Oh, my. my so my, my. I was a young man at 32 years old at that time. And uh, oh, I just gave away my age. That's oh, okay. no. <laughs> and you've got that cool goatee thing going there. You know, you, you're, you, you, you pass for the youth pastor. Oh, well. if I could say that. Oh, yeah. Right. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> but I want to thank you again for something else. You partnered with KSLR. Uh, about I guess my five years ago we, for our very one of our very first Easter egg hunts at uh, Morgan's Wonderland there too you brought a team your whole church your youth came out and volunteered and helped hide eggs and and we took care of about three or four thousand kids and their families uh, for a free Easter egg hunt we're going to do it again this year at uh, Trader's Village but uh, man what a great body of believers that you had that just showed up and served. That was just a wonderful event for the whole congregation, but especially for our youth. Yeah. I mean, we just all loved it and we all benefited from it because it was so, so warming. What I loved about, <laughs> what I loved about those kids, they were all dressed in their purple t-shirts and there was just <laughs> unity there. And if I ever asked them to do anything, they, they just jumped right on it. And, and, and people thought they worked for the park. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they just went above and beyond. So yeah. Yeah. We all had our shirts on and yeah. uh, the same color shirts. And so, uh, but to oh. see so many people that were interested in that and see so many people, uh, coming together as one, uh, to do the Lord's work, because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, wow. it was, it was just magnificent. All right. Well, let's go back a little bit here. Well, actually, let's, let's start with the church there too. You meet every Sunday morning. Uh, Bible study starts at what time? It starts at 9 a.m. Do you teach that? Uh, I do teach a class, and we have uh, three options for adult classes that people can go to, and I teach one of those. And actually, my class is a new converts class. Oh, good. And so I think that's something that's needed because oftentimes what happens is is that uh, once a person becomes a Christian, and then we uh, say, okay, go find you a bottle of milk and drink it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and oftentimes what happens is they're left alone on their own. And uh, that's not the way anybody, uh, that's, not what, that's not what we do with a, a child, and that's, that's definitely should not be what we should do 
with someone who just becomes a, a Christian because well, uh, we, you know, the thing is, is that uh, we uh, we have to grow uh, every single day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as we go through the process of maturation, it's so important that uh, there are those who will mentor and help and encourage and strengthen and build them up any way that we possibly can. And oftentimes they're left alone on their own. Yeah. And uh, what happens, though, not, you know, sometimes is they uh, they they die on the vine and they leave mm. because they don't have that support system. So uh, so we have a new converts class for that purpose. And, and to have the lead pastor lead it uh, is, is, is a wonderful thing there, too. They're, they'll be more connected to the church because it was probably and I had the privilege of, of hearing your devotionals every day this week here uh, on KSLR. Thank you for sharing those. And each one of them was basically the gospel message. I can tell that the gospel message is important to you. That's what the world needs right now. They mm-hmm. need the gospel. Only Jesus can change a heart and a life. And uh, only Jesus can change a community mm. and a city and a state. Only Jesus can change a nation. Only Jesus can change the world. And so the gospel, the good news, and I think this is where the church has been lacking, is that we haven't taken, we haven't really taken that next step and taken a stand and to go out and uh, tell the gospel to the, um, in our, it starts with our communities. So that's mm-hmm. where it begins. And so, uh, it's so important that people hear the gospel because it's the gospel that's the good news. It's the good news that's going to save someone because it's the good news who um, who reveals who Jesus Christ is. And it's through him we have salvation. Well, there's a new believers class there at 9 o'clock on Sundays. Another couple of other choices to, mm-hmm. to choose from, I assume, men's, women's, or uh, yeah, married couples. Or- that's right. And we have uh, we have classes for all ages, uh, for all of our kids. And so uh, very you know, we're very family-oriented. Uh, we uh, we just love the Lord and we love one another. I, in fact, I consider San Pedro as a family. Sure. And anyone who comes to visit San Pedro, uh, they are welcomed with open arms. And uh, when they leave San Pedro, they know that um, that that people really appreciate it so much them coming and worshiping with us. Excellent. Then worship starts at uh, ten o'clock. It starts at ten o'clock, and then we have a service also in the afternoon at five o'clock on Sunday. Very good. And then on Wednesday night we have uh, we we have another devotional worship service at seven o'clock on Wednesday night. Are you going to tell me you teach that too? I do teach the class there. Yes, I do. Yes. And we also have a Tuesday morning Bible class. It's been going on. It's, you know, it's uh, probably the longest Bible class that we, uh, really? uh, as far as outside of uh, prescribed worship services. Tuesday morning and at 10 a.m. I rarely hear about a Bible study. Usually yeah. it's at, you know. Yeah, it's Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. And, and we had uh, this last this last Tuesday, we had uh, 34 people there. Awesome. And. So it's always um, it's it's one of the best classes, really. Yeah, and just love teaching. I, I teach that class as well. Is there a different theme uh, on that? One? What are you talking about? In that right one? now, we have gone actually yeah, for for all these for several years. I don't know how many years, maybe ten years or something like that. Uh, we are going through the whole Old Testament. We started with Genesis, uh-huh. and right now we're on First Samuel. Wow, <laughs> ten years! And it's you're taken about ten years to, for, to get to awesome. First Samuel. So that's where we are right now. Jay Vernon McGee did it in five years. <laughs> I want you to know he does the whole through the Bible there, but. You boy, verse by verse, I'm well, sure it's, it's verse by it is. It's uh-huh. chapter by chapter is what yeah. it is, and we read one chapter, uh, yeah. and, and that's how it goes. We read one chapter, so we uh, study that one chapter, and then we go into the next one for the next Tuesday. According to your website, and the website is uh, SPCOCSA. Of course, that stands for San Pedro Church of Christ. SPCOCSA dot org. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Thursdays, are you still hosting a, a marriage and relationship building class? Yes, uh, Brian Curry, he's our associate minister, but and also a youth minister. Because you can't of, do them all. I can't do them. No, no, no. <laughs> he helps out so much. I just, you know, appreciate him and all the work that he does, and he, uh, uh, he, he teaches those classes. Oh, good. Uh, so uh, Brian's in charge of the youth and the marriage folks. Well, he has mm-hmm. a class. Yeah, he's yeah. He I mean, that's, that's specifically what he does. That's his ministry. Is his uh, is youth. But then he also um, 
you know, uh, has a uh, Thursday night class and also a Friday night class awesome. there at the building. And then I see that the uh, there's a young adult class, 18 plus on Friday nights, too. So, yes, good place to hang out on Friday night. As and a he church. teaches that class as well. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. Brian Curry there. Hey, if you just joined us, uh, it's our Church of the Week program here on AM 630. The Word. Uh, we're here with, uh, well, our Church of the Week is San Pedro Church of Christ with Pastor Charles Johansson celebrating 30 years of ministry at San Pedro uh, Church of Christ. But you didn't start there, Pastor. Where were you? Well, let's go back to the very beginning. You're a Texan. I am a Texan. Born in Alice? Born and raised in Alice, Texas. I love and it. So I was there for the first uh, uh, 21 years. Did you ever get to go back to Alice? Yeah, once in a while. My brother-in-law still lives there. Hank oh. Jackson, uh, which is my wife's brother. Uh, he still lives there, but everybody else has left Alice. Yeah. <laughs> has it changed? Uh, oh, yeah. It's changed quite a bit because it, it was a booming town at one time because it was an oil yep. town. But then, of course, when the Obama fell out, then it fell it out. It fell out. Yeah. And so they're struggling right now. But Yeah. My grandparents uh, came from, from Freer. They lived in Freer. The oh, same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Good times. It was. It was good times. Uh, anyway, but it, it is home. Alice is. And then uh, I got married um, in August of uh, 1976. Um, and my wife was 17 years old at that time. And then we got married in August. In high school? You, was she, she yeah, no, she graduated. She uh-huh. graduated from high school, but she was 17. She was about to turn 18 in September. Yeah. But anyway, uh, right when we got married, then we went on our way to A&M uh, together. And uh, we gradu- both of us graduated at A&M. Okay. And then, uh, and then in '85, I got my master's degree at Avonlea Christian University in Bible and Biblical Studies, and and so then uh, we lived at, uh, after after College Station or after A&M, we went to uh, Houston and stayed there for a few years. And I worked in as, a, as an outside salesman in industrial uh, selling industrial parts, lathes, milling machines, and all. Of, you yeah, know, there's good money in that, uh, there, sir. Well, I don't know if there's good money for me, but there was good money for somebody. <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so your calling might have been something else. Then, yeah, huh? Well, I knew that it was just, you know, I was just there for that. You know, I knew that I majored in sociology uh, at A&M because I knew that would be a stepping stone. But uh, the reason why I, I guess probably I uh, really got interested in having the desire to become a minister is uh, going with my father from place to place because he was uh, place to place. He was a traveling minister. He went oh, really? all over South Texas. Uh, he preached in Robstown, Benavides, Falfurias, Pettis. Uh, just so many just, different places, and and what would happen is it was it was during the time when they were looking for another minister, and so he was a part time minister, so he would go and preach for them. But they loved him so much that he ended up staying there for two or three years. You know? <laughs> but I, you know, it was I just really wanted to be with him, yeah. and go with him every single every single Sunday to these different congregations, and that's really what got my inner interest and in started. So I preached my first sermon when I was sixteen years old, and what I did was I memorized the whole. First, uh, First Corinthians chapter thirteen, the whole chapter, love chapter, and uh, at sixteen years old, and I got up there and I preached it, and uh, and that was really the beginning of it. How often do you go back and revisit that that sermon? Oh, yeah. I, I love that chapter. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, that sermon is fantastic. I mean, it speaks for itself, doesn't it? Doesn't it? You know, it is the it is the chapter of love, the way that we're to be, and uh, the way Jesus Christ modeled that for us to follow. I want to go back to your wife here real quick here. How did you know she was the one? Did you just know? I knew the very first time she came. Uh, she came uh, to the Morningside Church of Christ where I was attending at that particular time. And I was working with the youth. And uh, she came in. And I just knew it. I said, wow, you know, I think I, you know, want to get to know her. Yes, you so, but it just so happens that I was working uh, for her dad for Mayflower at that time. But I didn't know that he, uh, I didn't know that she was his daughter. As a matter of fact, uh, I knew his, I knew his son. Hank Jackson, but I thought he was the one was an only child, oh. and he was my age, and we graduated together. But then, kind of find out that he had five siblings. He had four of the siblings, and one of them was Daryl. Her uh-huh. name is Daryl. Uh-huh. It's spelled the same way as Daryl Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's Good a boy's job. name, but no. that's all right. Uh, but anyway, so uh, 
Uh, so we we started dating, and the only reason why her father allowed me to date her, even for the first date, was because he knew me. Yeah. And I was uh, 19 years old, and he was and she was 15. Oh wow, wow, wow. Uh, and so we, you know, dated for a couple of years there, and they got married that summer. Congratulations! Yeah, it was great. Did your father have anything to do with the the, weather, the, the wedding ceremony there? Yeah, yes, he performed it. Yeah, he sure good. did. How neat! Yeah, absolutely, he did. And uh, we have two jo- uh, children, uh, two girls, uh, Jenny and Holly. Jenny just lives about fourteen houses down from me. Oh, that's sweet. And then uh, Holly lives in Houston uh, with her husband and two kids. And and uh, Jenny, uh, with her husband, has four kids. And your devotionals this week, you mentioned on that first day there, or maybe it was the second day, uh, that you recently lost your father. I did. He, uh, yeah, we just celebrated his 90th birthday on, uh, on a Thursday night. He went into the hospital on a Friday night and never came out of the hospital. Uh, and so he passed away. But he lived a victorious sure. life. He lived a full life, an abundant life. He lived a life. He loved his life. And uh, he, set, he set the example for every single one of us mm. uh, to follow him. And, and, uh, and his wife, my mother, she's still alive, and she lives with my brother in Lavernia. Oh, awesome. Yeah. A little close to home there. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be bold and say this. I'm probably pretty confident that your father was proud of what you're, you've been doing for the last 30 years. Uh, very much so. Yeah. And uh, in fact, you know, he would he would brag on us and where it got to be a little bit too embarrassing. <laughs> Dad, come on, Dad, stop. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he, he enjoyed bragging about his kids and, and all three of us as far as that goes. And we're all three right there together. My mother said that she never had two babies in diapers at the same time. And... Uh, and and right now we are just you know my my brother is eighteen months older than me and my sister's fifteen months older than him wow. so that's how close we are together pretty so. tight it's pretty tight yeah there was no room for jealousy growing up there because you, you know, were just all born together basically it was but the thing you know, the thing that really impressed that he impressed on us is that we never miss a worship service mm-hmm. at all that every single worship service is important because you never know what you're going to miss for one thing yeah and the Lord wants us to be there. And so it didn't matter uh, what we did on Saturday night. We knew that on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. or how late we stayed up on Saturday night, we knew on Sunday morning we were going to go to church. Yeah. And he always wanted to be there early. He's never on time, but it wasn't because he was late. He was always early. He wanted to get there an hour early, yeah. you know, so he could be there to greet every single person. Uh-huh. But he was also a professional a harmonica player. Really? And he would go from place to place. I mean, everywhere he went, he played that harmonica. And he would go to the restaurants, and he, you know, he was a person that... Um, when you say professional, did he get paid to play? He didn't get paid to play, no. He's he just, just good. He huh? could play any song that he knew. He played yeah. by ear. He didn't play by notes. Yeah. He played by ear. So any song that he knew, he could play. Very entertaining, though, huh? And plus, he could play the lead and the, or the harmony as well at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Did you ever have him perform in church there? Did he play, no, play, uh, play harmonica in church? Well, he played for people in the uh-huh. church. There's no doubt about that. And he played yeah. for... Uh, uh, he played for anybody that he could, uh, yeah. you know, that would listen to him. And he, he uh-huh. lived with us, my wife and I, he lived with us for uh, a year and eight months uh, before they moved to Lavernia. Yeah. And, uh, well, God bless you. And uh, he would ha- he would go out there on the sidewalk and he would start playing his harmonica and kids uh, would come by and they would stop. And uh, there were times where he had 25 kids in front of him. A little free concert. And he had a little kids. free concert and also talk <laughs> about his time in World War Two and things of this nature. Wow. So he was a yeah, he was a veteran. What a good man. Yeah. Well we thank him for his service and thank you for being a good son. Well and yeah, it sounds like he trained up a child in the way he should go and here you he, are. He did, but let me tell you, uh his wife and my mother helped out a whole lot. A little bit. So I just wanted to give her some I'm credit not, there let's too. Let's give her some credit. <laughs> God bless her, yeah. <laughs> 
we, we do yeah. that a lot there, too. Um, that's why KSL also does a women in ministry event there, too. It's a lot of the unsung heroes. Mm-hmm. Pastor gets the free lunch while the, uh, <laughs> the back at the store, <laughs> you know, watching and, and, and keeping it running. They're the ones really running the show. Well, what's your mother's name? Uh, Mary Dale. Mary Dale. Mary Dale. That's a great name there, yeah. too. And Johansson is a strong Swedish name. Yeah, it's Scandinavian yeah. Swedish. Yeah, very it's good. Serious. Do you know when you got off the boat? Oh wow! This was uh, my my wife. Uh, she's she's very much involved in genealogy. She yeah. all this, you know. As all far right. as when he got up the ball, he landed in New York, uh, and then came, I think, to New Orleans. From there, uh, came right on down to Fredericksburg. That's oh. where they settled. Excellent. Yeah, there you go. All good Texans here. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, let me let me uh, kind of change gears here. We mentioned uh, Brian, uh, who serves as an associate pastor there and a and youth minister there. Who else is helping you out at the church? Uh, at Richard, Pe- Richard Pechtel. And uh, he, he's been preaching, uh, I, I guess, for more than uh, 50 years or something like wow. that. But, yeah, he also uh, uh, is an associate minister. And the other two uh, ministers uh, work with the Spanish uh, ministry that we have there. And, and, hey. and one of them's name is uh, uh, Esteban Mejeres uh-huh. uh, and Antonio Estevez. Excellent. And, the, and they do such a marvelous job. And you didn't have a Spanish church uh, 30 years ago, did you? Well, we did. Did you? Uh, well, before there... 30, no, not, not, not when I came 30 years ago, but before I came, they did. Okay. And then somehow they collapsed. I'm not really sure, you know, the whole story about that. But nevertheless, you know, we uh, started up again about, I guess it's been about uh, two to three years ago. Good. And it's just going great. And we just appreciate them so much and all the work uh, that they're doing uh, for that to be successful. Well, you've got it all going on there at San Pedro Church of Christ. They're located at the corner of San Pedro and uh, Jackson Keller, uh, meeting every Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday school starts at 9, worship starts at 10, and uh, you can even come back at 5 o'clock for an evening service. And if you'd like to learn more about the church, you can go to their website. Very easy. It's the initials for San Pedro Church of Christ, spcocsa.org. And if you'd like to call the church, the number is 210-822-3305. Um, Pastor, what are you talking about nowadays from the pulpit? If we showed up this Sunday, what what are we going to? Well, this Jesus Sunday, uh, I'm, I'm doing some uh, individual, uh, both men and women, uh, from the pulpit. Uh, uh, last week, I talked on uh, Bartimaeus and what a, uh, what yeah. a great story that was, and uh, uh, and then or what it, what a great story that is. Uh-huh. And this week, I'm going to be talking about the, the rich young ruler, and uh, and there's other times I um, you know I preach from. Um, uh, different books and do expository preaching and teaching, and sometimes I, I preach by subjects uh, as well. But right now, I'm just looking at uh, individuals, picking out some characters, yeah, picking to, out some characters in the Word of God, because yeah. every one of them tells their own story, and they're there for a reason, they're there for a purpose, and we're to learn from that mm-hmm. and to apply that to our lives as far as their mistakes. Uh, so, pick of, on Bartimaeus here for us. Yeah. What was the takeaway from from that story? That uh, there was nothing that was going to stop him to get to Jesus. Uh-huh. And boy, you know, if, if people had that kind of tenacity today as he had, uh, and uh, they they tried to, um, you know, to get him to, uh, you know, to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the more the more they asked him to be quiet, the more the louder he got because he wanted Jesus to recognize him. And of course, Jesus was going to recognize him anyway because he knew he was already there. That's just Jesus, right? right, right. <laughs> so Amen. he was. He wanted to position himself in such a way to where when Jesus left Jericho and headed toward Jerusalem, the very place where he was going to die for the sins of the world, he wanted to come in contact with Jesus because he wanted his need to be met. And you know, every one of us at different times in our life, we want our need to be met. And the Lord wants us to verbalize that. And that's what he was really asking Bartimaeus to do. He already knew what he needed before he even asked him. But he says, what do you want, Bartimaeus? What do you want? (laughs) And sometimes we just need to to state to the Lord what we want. 
and come with boldness to the throne of God uh, because he hears our prayers and he answers our prayers. And uh, that's that's the love of Jesus, and uh, and he wants the best for us, and he wants to be with us, he wants to help us, and he wants mm. to overcome whatever it is that's in our life that is weighing us down. Wow, we were talking earlier there, too, about your church there, too, and the people that are hearing these stories and hear the gospel and they get plugged in, and a new believers class that you host there on Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock there, too. A multicultural church, I understand. It is. It, it is, and it hasn't always been that way, but uh, it is now, and I'm so thankful. This is something, in fact, that I that I prayed for yeah. for many years, you know, to uh, to happen and to start and to, uh, and to be, and we are. And I'm so thankful for that. And we're all working together because uh, we're working together for a common cause, mm-hmm. and that is to, uh, tell the, uh, to spread the gospel uh, to those that are in need of it at this time. And just like you said a few minutes ago, there's so many people um, that are in church at this time, mm. and they need to know that uh, the church is the body of Christ, right. and Jesus is the head of that church, and that uh, Jesus doesn't sever his head from his body, and mm. the two go together. And, uh, and uh, those who responded to Jesus Christ, they were added to the church, those who were being saved, those who were being saved to the church. The church is the body of Christ, and so we want to encourage people to, you know, to not only um, to know that, uh, that, that Jesus welcomes them in to the church of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love, I love where your church is at. It's, it's at San Pedro and, and Jackson Keller there, too, and there's a lot of apartment complexes in back there. Yeah, a lot it, of people think we're part of that apartment complex. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I believe you. <laughs> I mean, do you people know. walk to church uh, on Sunday there like they used to? Well, some know? people do, you yeah. know, if they're close enough. Uh, yeah. yeah, we do have some that do walk to church. Uh, most people live outside of uh, the area, to tell you the truth about uh-huh. it. And, and we all uh, always look at San Pedro as being, you know, you know, at this time, you know, it's centrally located. And yeah. It only takes about 20 minutes, especially on Sunday, because, again, where there's so many unchurched people, mm-hmm. <laughs> it only takes about 20 minutes, no matter where you are in the city, to get there on Sunday morning. And uh, so we're centrally located, and uh, we just really, I just really want to welcome anyone and everyone to come and visit the San Pedro Congregation, because I promise you, when you come, you're not going to go away saying in any way, form, you are not going to go away saying, well, no one said a word to me, no one talked to me, no one, hmm. uh, and, you know, uh, uh, said that they were happy for me. It's to so be easy there. for folks to show up and leave and, and, and not and, talk to anyone. And no one, no yeah. one, uh, you know, pays any attention to them, but not in San Pedro. No. You will be noticed, I promise you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, as far as the history goes, you said you've been there 30 years. When did the, when did the church doors open there, San Pedro? Because I imagine it was probably out in the far side, on the north side of town back in the old days. It was the north side of town, absolutely. And uh, we were uh, we were there, and uh, it started, uh, I believe, in 1954. And uh, they met in what is now the Youth Activity Center. Yeah. And then the uh, the auditorium was built in 1962. And so we have been there ever since. And, and there's always been debated whether or not we should leave or, or, or stay there. And, and that debate continues to you know, <laughs> I get you. Uh, to be uh, the temptation about. is to buy land out north. And oh yeah, exactly. Something new, exactly. But. You know, to move out north, and and certainly there are uh, positives and negatives. You mm-hmm. know, of staying there and not staying there. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we are there. Yes, you are, <laughs> and that's yes, where we are. are. And and I think that we're doing a good work there. Yes, you and are. We want to continue that work wherever we may be. Well, that's a very good reason why you guys are our Church of the Week here on uh, AM six thirty, the Word. And uh, Pastor, let me ask you a fun question here, there too. So, what do you like to do for fun? Because I, I, I'm, I'm getting let's see here. You're teaching the Bible study. You're teaching the the morning service. You got Tuesday Bible study, worship on Wednesday night. There's a marriage class on Thursdays. A Friday the youth. What do you do? When do you have time to? Uh, to when what do you do for fun? Well, I do have time. I uh, my my day off is on Mondays. Okay, you know, and uh, and so, uh, but not only just on Monday, but any opportunity I get, I like to jog. 
Good. So I go. You look in great shape. I go to the different parks. Uh, sure. You know, to jog at different times when I have, when I have, um, you know, a couple of hours or something like that. Uh, wow. then that's what I do. I, I love to play golf. I don't get to play that as much as I. Um, right. I wish I could. We're going to change that. Okay. All right. Very good. Gotta, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to tease it out loud right here. All right, pastors that are listening there too. The pastors masters is coming. And uh, so you want to be on uh, this man's team there. Uh, a player? What are, what, are, what are you shooting nowadays? Uh, well, yeah, about 25 <laughs> years ago, I used to be an A player. Yeah, okay. Uh, not anymore. I understand. You know, I, I, you know, I want to join up with an A and B player, yeah. and I consider myself a C player Can now. you get us close, or are you the... Can you get as close to on the approach? Oh, yes. I, I can help out the team. Oh, yeah. I can do that. All right. No doubt about it. We'll count on that. So a little golf, a little running. I imagine there's some grandkids involved uh, in your life. Yes. I have uh, six grandkids, uh-huh. uh, four from my oldest daughter and two from my younger daughter. Yeah, congratulations yeah, there, too. Yeah, it's fantastic. Pastor, will you take a minute and invite our listeners to come to church on Sunday? I just want to welcome everybody uh, to come and visit San Pedro. We preach the truth, and uh, that's, all, that's all we preach from. We preach from the Word of God and the Word of God only, because it's the Word of God that's going to save our souls. And the reason the Word of God is going to save our souls is because uh, the, the Bible reveals Jesus. Amen. And so uh, just, just come and visit us. Well, the church is located the uh, same place it has been since 1954, you say? Uh, yeah, we're saying 1960, let's say 1962 when, yeah. the, when the auditorium was built. Yeah. Very fine. Uh, San Pedro, Church of Christ, right there on San Pedro and Jackson Keller. Uh, if you'd like to learn more, here's the website. It's S-P-C-O-C-S-A. That stands for San Pedro Church of Christ. S-P-C-O-C-S-A dot O-R-G. And again, the number is 210-822-3305. And Pastor, thank you for serving like you have for 30 years in San Antonio. Thank you for having me. Uh, Appreciate it. Hey, listen, if you enjoyed this conversation, catch out, uh, check out the, uh, the devotionals that Pastor did for us on our Church of the Week page at KSLR.com. And uh, this conversation is also on our podcast page. Uh, just check out Church of the Week under uh, KSLR On Demand. I'm Baron Wiley, and thank you so much for listening to our Church of the Week here on AM 630, The Word. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM 630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.